Hi, my name is Rob Scott from UC Today News. Hope you're doing well. Today, I'm joined by Aurangzeb Khan, who's the SVP for Intelligent Vision Systems and Collaboration at Jabra. And he's going to be sharing his perspective on the video collaboration challenges in today's hybrid workplace and how Jabra is providing solutions to meet these ever-changing demands with its innovative Panacast range of products. So stay tuned for a really great session. Welcome, Aurangzeb. Good to see you. Hi, Rob. How are you? Thanks for having me. Yeah, great to see you again. Thanks for joining me. Uh, just before we dive in, how about we just do a quick intro? Tell us a little bit about uh, the collaboration division at Jabra, please. Sure. You know, Rob, I came in about three years ago through the merger of my company that I founded uh, called Altea Systems, where we pioneered multi-camera array video cameras to create uh, an immersive 180-degree field of view. Uh, with a lot of intelligence built in. And here I'm fortunate to also manage the Speak line of products, which are iconic speakerphone products that Jabra pioneered many years ago. And now we're combining these, audio, video, and AI, to create a whole new generation of products manifest in Panacast 50 and 20. And hopefully we'll talk more about that today. Absolutely. Thanks for that. And, you know, let's, let's kick off. I mean, in terms of, the, you know, things out there, it's, it's changed, you know, so dramatically over the past couple of years. But, you know, the workplace and work styles really changed recently. What collaboration challenges exist for organizations today in the workplace? You know, there couldn't have been a bigger change, right? Unfortunately, COVID took the whole world by storm and, and completely impacted everything we do. And one of the biggest impacts was how we work. So for the longest time, many of us were used to going to an office. We switched literally overnight to working from home. And now we're returning to the office and, you know, we're vaccinated. There's still some ups and downs, but we essentially have now three modes. There's home, there's the office, and sometimes a place in between. Um, now, this has also allowed us a lot of opportunities to offset work. So we have temporal offsets. You know, you can work when you want to because work is what you do, not a place you go to. Uh, but you need great collaboration products to allow you to work with your peers and colleagues at these three places and at different times of the day or the evening as you choose. Now, one big change is the uh, requirement for separation between people. You know, the, the distancing requirements that came in through COVID have really become kind of ingrained habits. And so a new requirement for us when we collaborate as a group physically in the one space is that we want to sit a bit further away from each other. So how do you include everybody when they're physically further away from each other is one of the new requirements. Fantastic. And I'm picking up a lot of, around inclusivity at the moment, as you mentioned. So can you talk to, talk to me a little bit about you know, that and, and what that actually means in, in kind of meetings and collaboration? Absolutely. So, you know, um, as you said, as humans, we're used to seeing each other and we communicate that much more effectively. There are many studies that talk about the idea that audio alone, audio comes first, but audio alone isn't everything you need, video and that sense of human connection. Now, we're having a great conversation. I'm at home <clears throat> with the device in front of me. You know, you're, you've got one there. Now, imagine that you and I were in the same room and we were physically separated by six feet and there's three of us, right? When we go on video, all of us want to be included in that video stream that's going out of that physical space, that collaboration space. This creates new challenges because traditional cameras have a limited field of view. They've tried to open it up to up to even 120 degrees, um, but then you often get a lot of distortion, so people don't look right. They look sort of trapezoidal at the edges, skinny in the middle. We feel that it's really important to include everybody in the conversation. Inclusivity means that you're a full and equal participant in that conversation. And there's, you know, more layers as we'll talk about, but that's the first layer. You need to include everybody 
in a good way where they are properly presented, not completely distorted and so on. Fantastic. So is that the same as meeting equity? Because that's certainly, that's another thing I'm picking up a lot of recently. It's kind of this, this kind of theory of meeting equity or, or the fact that, you know, meetings do need to be balanced. Exactly. You know, I'd say it's a little different. They're related, right? So inclusivity comes first, right? You just got to show up. I, I need to be visible to you and you're visible to me. Now, equity is a little different. And, you know, maybe the way to say it is right now, you and I occupy a certain amount of pixel real estate on this screen in front of me, right? So I've got a setup. I've got a Panacast 20 screen behind it. I can see you. You can see me and I can see you presented, you know, roughly or actually right now equally in the same footprint as me. If more people join, we would get into that tiled kind of a gallery view. The, the notion of equity is that whether I have a camera dedicated only to me or if I'm in a meeting space and there's three or four of us together, um, we want to be presented with a certain amount of good pixel real estate, right? So that we are not, when we're in a group, we're not at a disadvantage to look very small compared to all the folks who have a focused dedicated device presented in front of them. And that's, that gets into the notion of equitability. So why should that matter or why does that matter to organizations? You know, it's it's this human instinct for, you know, who do you pay attention to and how do you connect with people, right? You want to be able to see the participants clearly. I want to, as I'm reading your engagement and I can see that we're tracking each other, it's just instinctive for me to communicate and for you to communicate with me. When we don't have that presentation, when people are left out, they are certainly not equal citizens, right? They become sort of second class to the group. And then if they're very tiny compared to the other people, it's hard to read the body language, hard to understand how they're connecting. When we are in a group, there are two things that are important, right? One is the sense of how is that group interacting, right? Who's sitting where? How are they connecting with each other? Is there a distraction? And then the second is when they're talking or engaging with the larger virtual group, are they present with equal uh, presence to the folks who have a dedicated device? That's the notion of equitability. Got it. And so how can technology help solve the kind of equity challenge? You know, we pioneered, uh, as you know, with the Panacast range, the idea that instead of trying to use one camera and create a very distorting, you know, fisheye type lens or something ultra wide angle, let's build an array of cameras. Now that created a whole host of challenges, which we've pioneered in developing solutions for, including a streaming architecture for low latency and, and, and so on. Now, with the latest generation like Panacast 50, for example, we have a lot of AI built in. So we have eight microphones, three cameras, beamforming technology, people detection technology, anonymous people detection. So we can know where the people are present. We can also know who's talking. So one of the things we pioneered is actually working with movie makers, the idea of a virtual director, a curated audio video stream that lets participants follow the flow of conversation in that room very easily. A layer above from that now, working with um, Microsoft and Zoom with the smart gallery views, the front row experience, is the idea that as people speak, we can give them prominent real estate in that video stream. So first you get that full panoramic view of everybody adjusted just the right size. But then let's say the last four speakers are presented in larger equitable presentation of pixel real estate. So you can say, all right, here's the whole group. These folks were talking. Here's how their body language and their communication is coming across. That requires a completely new architecture compared to the traditional cameras, most of which don't have a lot of AI built in and most of which don't have a multi-camera array to include everybody in this good human fidelity way. That's great. So in, in meeting spaces, you've got the Panacast 50, is that right? And that's got AI built in, is that correct? Exactly. It's got two uh, very high-end processors, one for audio AI, one for video AI. 
than our own Pentecost Vision processors or nine processors in total. But with all of that hardware, we can offload all the heavy lifting right to the device, right? You can plug it into any device. It'll work with any service. It'll do a lot of that local processing and uh, provide the right curated audio video stream, that equitable experience and inclusive experience. And we work with folks like Microsoft and Zoom so they can ingest that and show it just like, you know, you would like it to appear on that screen in front of you. That's more for the meeting room type experience, right? And we'll hopefully talk a bit about the personal experience and the go anywhere experience. Yeah, I think that's a nice segue into that question. I was going to ask you more around kind of what have you got for the personal user, the work from home user, or even the person that's your kind of the hybrid work user, if that's a, a persona nowadays where, you you know, you could be anywhere. So, you know, what, what's uh, what's available for you know, on, on that. You know, on, on when, when you're at home, uh, Panicast 20 is just, just a great choice. And I'll give you a couple of value propositions with it. One is we kept that very high end AI processor, the video processor. We kept it in Panicast 20. So it represents a new generation of personal devices that are completely different than traditional devices, which, you know, really didn't have much AI built in. One practical use is imagine like you saw with um, our colleague the other day, Carl, you know, he had a bright window behind him. And, uh, you know, with a traditional camera doing average exposure, the view outside the window will look great, but Carl would look silhouetted. That's a very normal problem we deal with. In that case, you saw he looked great. Um, and that's because the Panicast 20 he's using detected where he is. And then we could tell the device to optimize exposure for that person. So one practical thing is we'll help you look the best you can, regardless of what's happening around you with lighting. The second is as you move around, it will track you and follow you, right? So, you know, the idea of personalized intelligence zoom different than traditional intelligence zoom, which is to include everybody. Personalized intelligence zoom is to make you the, the main person front and center, whether you're moving kind of always be properly centered. The third innovation, which we got from a lot of folks actually in business and in education was the idea of picture in picture. So imagine that, you know, I've got something I want to show you. You can create an enlarged window and then we become the inset in that window. And that window becomes the main video feed. So although we put out one video feed, it actually has two feeds combined in real time. A bit like, you know, when you see a sports event and there's a commentator and they're showing the action. So it allows you to share stuff very easily. And I remember when you took the other time, you know, how you're trying to show stuff. It's just easier when you can have that enlarged window. And because it's all built into one feed, it's compatible with all the existing services. So these are the kinds of ways we're trying to make it easier for you at home to have a great video experience. First, to let you always look your best. Second, to have it track you so that as you're moving around, you don't have to be distracted with controls. And the third is to provide this picture-in-picture mode. And and I love that. The fact that, you know, you are providing a very uh, inclusive and equitable experience, you know, from the meeting room to the home to anywhere. And I think that's fantastic. So hats off to you. And, you know, I suppose just finally, in terms of, you know, advice uh, for for any organization out there looking to kind of optimize their hybrid working strategy with, you know, collaboration technology, you know, what what advice would you give? I think one thing, you know, if if they think about the whole need holistically, right, that when they're going to implement new technologies, they're going to use them in this return to the office environment, the go anywhere environment where Jabra, Panacast and Speak are your perfect companions, or at home potentially with a Panacast 20 and, you know, I typically use a, a headphones with it, right? Or, or a speak. So, so, so that combination of products coming from a supplier who has architected them to work well together and to be supportable on a global mass deployment scale. And often with the level of intelligence built in so that as we continue innovating, these products continue refreshing and adding new features, right? 
A late example this year is the whole growth of the Intelligent Gallery View, right? It's coming along, people like it, and we have the headroom built into our device to integrate that into it. We are pioneering a lot of AI in our devices and continually looking at ways to improve the collaboration experience so that, you know, things that you did manually or things that you relied on, um, you know, manual intervention are all now done automatically so that we stay focused in our conversation. Yeah, it's really great. Uh, and for anyone out there looking to find out more about the Panacast range of products and collaboration division at Jabra, what's the best way to get in touch? You know, a good first place would be to visit our website, forward slash Panacast. So Jabra forward slash Panacast, uh, look at the website and then go from there. We'd love to engage and hear from, from, from the folks listening in and uh, reviewing this presentation. Indeed. And I'm afraid that's all we've got time for today. However, if you are interested in finding out more about Jabra, as Arangzad mentioned, do jump on the website and there's some links in the description. Arangzad, thank you so much for talking to me today. It's been really great hearing more about the Panacast range. Thanks very much, Rob. Great as always to connect with you. And that's it from us. So thanks for watching. If, uh, if you've enjoyed today's session and you've got some good takeaways, please do give us a quick mention on social and subscribe to our channel for more industry news and insights. I'm Rob Scott from UC Today. Thanks for watching. <laughs>